So hey, T here. You know what time it is. It's 12 a.m. But this is the best time for me to get work done or to really think it's peace and quiet. Now granted, it's just me, my husband, my dog, but it's the house is totally quiet and I can think and I can sit and I can reflect and I can just think God and think on his goodness, the, the opportunities that I'm afforded with. Again, I'm T, Tondalia Shaw. Tondalia Shaw, as I said in my intro, I am a workpreneur. I work at a well-established uh, credit union in a little town in Virginia. And then I, um, once I come home, I have just been hit by this entrepreneurial bug which I'm really going for. And I, my hopes in starting this podcast is just to encourage you because if I can do it, <laughs> if T can do it, anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. And I am a rambler, so I will try to stay on topic. But just as I said that anybody can do it, oftentimes when I go and get my hair done, my hairdresser, she always tells me, well, not everybody is an entrepreneur, and I definitely get that, and I understand that, but I do believe that everyone has gifts. Everyone was born and birthed with a gift, a specialty, something that they have to offer. In the Bible, I am a God girl. I love God, so I will make reference to it. It says that um, he has given us, God has given us the power to get wealth. And that's always on my heart because I don't like to see a lot of people struggle. Now, if you come to me for cash, I may give it to you the first time. I may give it to you the second time. But guess what? I'm going to help you and empower you so that you can get your own money and you can get it and gain it again and again and again and again. Because if I keep rescuing you, ultimately I do handicap you. And you'll be back at square one, you'll be back in the same position. But what I like to encourage people to do is to look within yourself and find out what am I good at? What can I offer to the world? Whether it be sewing, whether it be teaching, uh, oh my gosh, whether it be instructing, training, we were all placed here with a gift and we all have a purpose. And I am really coming to understand my purpose. I won't give my age, but I am in my 30s. Um, I am in my 30s and I'm still yet learning and growing. I went through something a couple of months ago and it really showed me, baby girl, you're not where you thought you were. And I said, wow. But I'm the type of person when adversity comes to me, I, like I said, I'm a God girl. I'm saying, God, there's something that I'm supposed to get out of this. Why Why am I in this position? What am I supposed to learn from this so that I won't have to repeat it? And he always comes through. God always comes through and he always shows me. And I'm always so grateful. Like, thank you. Like I said, I went through this little trial, this little situation a couple of months ago. And when I came out of it, I said, God, thank you for showing me. It really humbled me. It humbled me and it put a mirror in front of my face. But I was glad to see that. I was happy to see the and appreciative because I don't want to think that I'm somewhere that I'm not and I'm end up fooling my own self, you know? 
So that's where I am right now when I say this entrepreneurial bug. Um, I believe it was always there. When I was in uh, high school, I actually wanted to be a fashion designer. I wanted to travel to New York City. I wanted to go to FIT, the Fashion uh, Fashion Institute um, up there. And my mother said, absolutely not. <laughs> and I appreciate her saying that at the time I didn't understand. I mean, for real, let's be honest. In high school, I was like, I was a loner. I had my own group of friends, but I was not in the quote unquote popular crowd. And now that I look back on it, so glad I was not. <laughs> Everything works out. Everything in our life, it has a purpose. It has a plan and it's a reason. I did not go to FIT, but actually I went to Norfolk State University, HBCU, behold the green and gold. I went there and I knew nothing. I knew no thing about Norfolk, Virginia. I knew no thing about Portsmouth, Virginia. Uh, Suffolk, Chesapeake, any of that. But as it plays out, I actually was able to uh, meet my husband uh, here. So if I would have went to North, uh, New York, I may not have met him. So everything, everything that we uh, experience and go through is all in God's plan, all in his plan. But let me back up. Let me back up. Because um, I wanted to talk a little bit too about being the quiet friend. I was the child who was so quiet. And this is going to lead me back up to where I was saying this entrepreneurial information and stuff, you know, where I am now. But uh, honestly, I was the quiet when I was a quiet child. And my family actually thought that something was wrong with me because I never spoke. I never said anything. I mean, I would here and there, but I'm going to say like 85% in my childhood, I was really quiet. Um, I observed a lot. I knew a lot. I observed a lot. Um, of course, uh, parents grew up, parents divorced at an early age. I grew up with single parent. You know that story. You know, our parents do the best that they absolutely can. I hold nothing against either one of my parents. I have a great relationship with both of them, and I'm thankful for that. But because I experienced so much, and you know, as a single, a child of a single parent, you're forced to grow up very, very fast, very, very fast, very, very fast. And I, like I said, I observed so much and I oftentimes wanted to say something, but I didn't think that I had a place to say anything. I didn't think that I had a place, not in this world, but I didn't think I was, what I had to say was valid or that it was um, useful. You know, so I oftentimes was, was very quiet. And because of that, fear would set in and that would, that would travel with me all throughout. Um, oh my God, my adolescent all the way up to my adulthood. Fear and doubt, um, insecurity, not knowing who I am, not knowing the gifts that I have. And I wanted to go back there and introduce that as I come forward. Oh my gosh, within the last couple of years, I... I've just experienced just a breakout and a breakthrough and it came from the spirit of God. Again, I am a God girl, so I'm going to make reference to that a whole lot, but I want to let you know what's at the, what's at the other end of overcoming, what's at the other end of overcoming fear, what's at the over, what's, um, what's at the other end of overcoming, um, insecurity, 
What's at the uh, other end? What's over that mountain? What's over that hill? Oh my gosh, so many possibilities. But if I would not have experienced that, I wouldn't be able to handle everything that has dropped in my life. There is a level of humility uh, that comes with experience. And I'm grateful for that. But I wanna let you know that everything that you experience, it all accumulates to what's on the other side of that mountain and you're gonna use it there. We are called to be prosperous men and women of God. We are his children, but we are called, oh my God, for such greatness and to make an impact in our communities, in our world. And we do have a voice in spite of what we've been told, right? In spite of what we've been told, in spite of what we've been taught, we were put here to make a difference in the world. So maybe it's not through entrepreneurship, right? Maybe it's not through that. Maybe you are just a bona fide leader. Maybe you are just a bona fide encourager. If that is what you are, embody it. Embody it in the fullness of it and operate in it like a, in a, at 100%. At 100%. So fast forward to back where I started. So I'm up at 12, 20, 12, 20 now. I'm at the point where I'm starting to see the impact that I have on people. And it blows my mind because remember I told you I was the quiet one. I was the quiet friend. Well now I'm what chill, laid back. And I, I, I didn't know what was on the inside of me, but the experience and the trials, oh my gosh, and the tears that we shed, they all built up to this. And when you begin to see, I guess if you quote unquote, the fruit of your labor, when you encourage others or when you share with them or uh, through you know, what you've experienced and when you begin to see them, not so much take your advice, but you see little flowers start to spring up. It blows my mind. And just that is worth a million dollars to me. That is worth more than money. To see someone else, oh my gosh, recognize their gift. Because you can recognize where you were, you'll see that in other people. That's your gift. That's your ministry. You'll help them get over, you'll help them overcome even faster than you did, right? Ultimately, helping them save time and not lose it. I always say that. That's why I'm so forceful and so put, um, and I'm just such a pusher because I don't want people to lose or waste the time that I did, though it was purposeful. But now I can help other people to maneuver around some of the circumstances and situations and trials that I've already gone through that they can go ahead and get to their destination faster. Get to their destination faster. But this has been great. Hopefully I'll try to come on uh, more often, but this is my quiet time. This is my time of peace. I did want to leave you with some encouraging words. I know that it's a lot going on right now. And I pray that you are staying strong and holding on to your faith 
whatever faith that is, as it is for me, I do believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ and I believe in the Holy Spirit. And I believe that he has all things under his control and that he is going to see us through this. He is going to see us through this. Everything that we experience all comes from a matter of choice. The Lord gives everyone choice. And with choice, there are um, consequences to the choices that we make, whether they be good or bad. So you be encouraged. Look for a way to encourage someone else, even in your trial, even in your circumstance, because what you give out, it's definitely going to come back to you. What you give out, it's definitely going to come out to you in the same matter and in the same measure that you gave it out. Well, this has been wonderful, friend. I'm so uh, so so glad I've had the opportunity to share with you just for a couple of moments, just for a couple of moments. And if I can, I will leave you with just a little word of prayer because I want you to know that I am here with you. I'm with you. I'm here with you in the fire. I'm here with you, um, quarantine. I'm here with you. I'm here with you. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, God, for life and the life that you've given us abundantly. God, do we have everything that we absolutely want? No. But God, we do have everything that we absolutely need. Thank you for the the uh, the, the um, activity of our limbs. Thank you that we're in our right minds. Thank you that we still yet have a roof over our head. Is it the best? Maybe not be in the best condition. No, but it, God, it's still able. It, it, it still keeps us. It still covers us. We're still able to put our key in it and we're still able to walk through. God, thank you. Thank you for never changing your mind on us, God. Even when we may have failed you, when we may have disappointed you, you still yet have given us another opportunity. God, and for that, we say thank you. God, bless God those ones that are in need on tonight. Bless those ones that are in need, Lord God. Let the homeless find shelter, God. Let them be safe. God, anyone who needs food, God, let the food be provided for them, God. In the name of Jesus, God, you are able to make ways out of no way. And for that, we say thank you. And we look forward to your promises, God. And your promises that you promised us, they indeed are yes and amen. Until we speak again, thank you so much. This is T of Just T's Closet, Just T Designs LLC, and I'm taking you through as I design a life my way.